It's so easy Every day Living in Lubbock The one and only LBK Cause we got rock and roll We got the blues We can honk and talk and knock Cowboy boots And through the dust in the rearview mirror you can see our riverland roots and through the dust in the rearview mirror you can see our riverland roots welcome to another edition of rhythm and roots podcast i'm your host jason robertson my host Rhonda taylor hello there Today we are at beautiful Spirit Ranch at the Ranch House, and uh, I believe it's called the Canyon The Canyon House. house. Man, I've said that three times. Today. It kind of seems like a ranch time. house, but it's actually called the Canyon House. It feels a little ranchy in here. Yeah. We've got bad. some guys in here that are uh, some pretty pretty wild characters. Kind of like ranch we? hands. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think that's what they were in their former <laughs> life before they were musicians. We're here today with Texas 114. We've got Steve Sperry, Jason Duncan, and Brent Smith, and you guys are in for a treat. These guys have been playing together a long time. They've been playing a lot of traditional country, a lot of original music, a lot of Texas country, really. And uh, they are, they're a talent, and they've, they've, they're kind of comedians. Yeah, we've been looking forward to this one, because <laughs> we know how they are and who they are. Yeah. <laughs> right. We like it. <laughs> On this podcast, what we do for you viewers out there and listeners is we focus on local talent. We bring local talent in, people that play in Lubbock, around Lubbock, in West Texas, and we get to know them off stage, and which we already know you guys, but the people out here don't. So that's what we're going to do today is get to know you a little bit, get to know your music, especially some of this original stuff, because you guys have got some amazing songs you've written. Yeah, you've been writing for quite some time, mm-hmm. huh? Man, yeah. Is that when we're supposed to talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how long y'all have known each other. That's part of the comedy, just the awkward silence. There, right? <laughs> yes, we have. Yes. Yeah. I lose time. home base for two thirds of this group, correct? Yeah, Steve and I both went to went to school at Idaho. I, I think as I was, did I. I was thirteen years, you know, kindergarten through twelve, and Steve was considerably longer than that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, hence the Texas one fourteen. That's the highway. Oddly enough, whenever I joined them, I lived one block of. of off of Texas 114, but on the west side of Lubbock. And he's still so. at least one block off. <laughs> <laughs> but not Fort 114. Yeah, right. but not 114. <laughs> well, off them as well. <laughs> so how did you guys start? Were you, did all of you grow up playing music and then kind of fell in together later? Tell us the story of kind of how you guys came to be. You know, in, in my memory, my granddad played fiddle and had uh, <clears throat> little jam sessions at his house, which is – they had moved to the property where I grew up, uh, you know, when I was kind of aged to start paying attention to music. And um, uh, anyway, Steve and my older brother, uh, Kelly, got to got to be friends through school, I guess, and then introduced. We'd have little jams out there, and Steve would come out. He was playing uh, music with some other buddies around Idaloo and, and uh, even, I think, uh, uh, played the fiddle a little bit with my granddad. And uh, anyway... Uh, Steve and I both just kind of, kind of started. Steve actually it was the first one to teach me, uh, you know, to play guitar a little bit, and I still played a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but anyway, uh, he he got me started, and then he took off in the Navy, and I had to sit there and listen to. We didn't have YouTube back then, so I had to sit there and listen to songs and have like three chords in it. Take me about an hour to figure out the third one. Was that still cassette tapes? Or oh yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. yeah. Tracks yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Class of '92 here tells you how old I am. How did you meet this cat down here on the end? Where did he come in the picture? So Steve and I kind of got serious after he was out of the Navy in about about 2000 is when, in fact, I can't remember, Steve and I played our first paying gig just together as a duo, like either one of the last few days of, of December of 99, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Anyway, we played around a couple of years acoustic <clears throat> and then ended up kind of getting a little bit of a band together. And then, then uh, we got some gigs and decided we better get a little more little different you know we've got some other guys uh playing with us and uh, uh started recording a, a cd and uh, a girl that we had seen at the blue light uh, myrna uh, hearsink was her name at the time uh introduced us to uh, uh brent we'd, we'd we'd met her at the blue light and talked her into playing on our cd and she said uh that brent might be a good fit for us but that he was too a little little busy he might not play all the time and uh, anyway, here uh, twenty years later, he's still putting up with us, and we're especially we're putting up with him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. more like it. That's right. That's more like it. <clears throat> so, how did the st- songwriting begin? Did did y'all write songs individually before you wrote these these songs together, or did, was it just kind of collective thing as y'all started playing together? I definitely say it's a collective thing. Um, I'm not very good at the rhyming the words, but I would always have these harebrained ideas, you know, and, and Jason was much better at rhyming the words. And between he and I, we would kind of tame that down together and uh, always like to play the guitar. So it just kind of took off that away. I, with me having a crazy idea and uh, he him kind of forming it up, so to speak, you know. That's how I remember it anyway. Yeah, yeah we've, we've pretty well, <clears throat> uh, the majority of the songs we've written together, um, I've written a, a couple or so by myself, but usually Steve will call me up. Have a he might have a uh, uh, some lyrics in mind, or you know, a, a title, or he might have a a guitar lick or something in mind. But we we take off from it, and um, I think probably more times than not, the the original idea it, it deviates extremely from the original idea. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah a lot, lot of times. <laughs> They'll bring something like, hey, this is what I kind of want it to sound like, and I play what I want to anyways, and that's what it becomes a little bit melody-wise. <laughs> so you make the decision Prince the boss. I'm not, a good I'm not a good listener. <laughs> we wrote a song called Two Shots an Hour Later, and Steve called me about it and had a, a idea for a kind of a party song where people would yell out, you know, two shots or something like that, and mm-hmm. which, which I thought was a good idea, and we'd change it up. And when I sat down and started writing it, I mean, it's it's nothing like that. No, not, it is. Not even, that's one of my favorites. Not even, that's not even a kind dark of. Song. But yeah, it, yeah, I love it's, it. a, it's a traditional country song about cheating and killing and yeah. drinking. And it's just so clever. I hope y'all do that, maybe. But yeah, y'all, that's a good song. Well, do y'all want to kind of start the show off with one of y'all's original songs? Can y'all play one for us? For sure. Um, what do you want to do? I don't know if we want to do that one or, or do something a little. I'll tell you what we'll do to, to start with. We'll just do one a little. I think this is the first song that we wrote together. Yeah, um, that's a good choice. We uh, uh, anyway, uh, we're we're both pretty proud uh, Texans, and so uh, we wrote a song about a uh, you know being uh, being out of state. Um, you know, imagine somebody 
uh, moving off for their job and, and missing home. So this one's called uh, Lone Star State of Mine. song especially for number one out of the box <laughs> thank you thank you thank you did y'all put that on your cd is that on we the CD? did that's on our cd and it's it's called uh farther and it's out on uh um you know spotify and yeah Amazon did that come out that in kind of, kind of that mid 2000 area yeah 2005 oh, yeah yeah because that's when i really kind of got to know you guys yeah, right. i knew yeah, about yeah, y'all we all were playing around town a bunch mm-hmm. yeah it sure did About 2003 i think yeah somewhere in there it, it took a little while to because I was already I was already playing with you guys when y'all finished it out, and I ended up they already had the fiddle tracks put down with Myrna, and and uh, then we did one song I did mandolin on. So I was like, the very end of the recordings is when I joined them. Yeah. Joined them. So it was about two thousand two, I guess. Yeah, that may have been. Where'd y'all record right. that at? What studio? Uh, studio eighty four with Wally Moyers. That's a great that was CD. Cool. 
Yeah, I know. I need another one because my stepkids stole mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy uh, Moyers even helped a little bit on that. And we had a we had a good good group going on on that. So. Let's talk yeah. about kind of the history of the band. I know y'all have had some really talented guys <clears throat> in y'all's band. So can y'all kind of tell us a little bit about who's been a part of Texas 114 over the years? You know, we started off uh, our, our very first uh, – a uh, drummer was uh, uh, really a rock drummer, and uh, his name was uh, is Jason Warren, and a uh, fun guy, great guy. Uh, we always accused him of uh, using an alias because he did not look like a Jason Warren. He, and he's a, a Mexican Indian, so we na- uh, Steve Nick named him Chavez off of Young Guns because he said he was a Mexican Indian on there. So he's still Chavez. He carries uh, a knife. Yeah. I did. I never knew his real name. Everybody with their nicknames. Anyway, yeah. we had a guy named Dave Goodman playing, playing bass for just a little while, and then we ended up uh, recruiting uh, on the same day. Uh, we had uh, Adam Benica, who's still with us, and uh, Jason Newton, who still plays often with us uh, on on bass and guitar uh, audition for us, and uh, so it really stayed. Us five plus uh, Jeff James is is uh, played with us pretty steady for several years, and then is kind of kind of back and forth in and out depending on the size of the show. But that's been for for twenty years. That's been Steve Sperry, uh, Brent Smith, um, uh, Adam Benka, and myself. And then um, uh, Jeff is is a, a, a part timer, you'd say, and then Jason Newton, and we've played with a lot of, uh, especially a lot of other. Drummers in town, great drummers. There's so much talent in this area. It really is. Yeah, very, That's, very much so. Well, haven't y'all, I mean, and I know you guys are still playing and, and kind of in different dynamics as far as the, the group goes. Because I know, Steve, you're doing some duo acoustic stuff with, with Swindale. Right, right. And, uh, and you've been playing with Brent Som acoustic. But have y'all, have, y'all, have y'all noticed, like Rhonda and I have noticed over the last 10 years or so, like the talent here is – it's unbelievable, especially oh, yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, there's so much more of it. It seems like. Well, I, I think that there's just there all there has been a, a odd number of very talented musicians from this area, and I think now with with just social media and and then the the Texas country scene um, has red dirt, whatever you want to call it, uh, has has produced uh, so many more that now it's almost uh, like people come come here to play music, you know. Uh, versus just happen to be from here and play music. Yeah. I think it's. I think point. it actually draws people in, and there's certainly not much a lot else to do here. So, <laughs> I, I, I think there's a an amazing support for. I mean, when we first started playing, there wasn't as many restaurants and yeah. other venues. The people venues that are hiring live music. Thing. I think there's a greater hire of uh, live music going on right now uh, for different types of. Solo acts, uh, large bands, and different things like that. Because at one time, I mean, there were your bars and then private parties, and that was about That's it. Right. A few and happy hour gigs, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think there's a greater opportunity. I think for people now are are uh, there's a greater appreciation for uh, live music. And well, I think I, the I, venues I finally figured out. You know, people are drawn to music, yeah. especially mm-hmm. good music in this area. Yes, yeah. and so the venue support. Is is incredible, but that being said, it's still hard to get booked because there's so many musicians. Yeah, which is a great thing. Very for The thing we're lacking, though, is to me, Lubbock needs the Lubbock area needs an absolute true old dance hall. Oh yeah, yes, we indeed. need a dance Absolutely. hall. 
I, we used to have so many. It seemed like mm-hmm. they're what you're. You're exactly right. The what yeah. the I know it was kind of a bar, but the Cotton Club, even that thing at between Idaho and uh, Lubbock, the Palm. Oh yeah, the Palm there, There's always yeah. been some yeah. some kind of big venue mm-hmm. of some some. Sort. There was the one out uh, kind of towards Smire at yeah. one time. Remember yeah, that one? Yeah. I, think I, a, I wish there were more yeah, of that. I know. There's I that think there's a little that, bit of change of uh, audience as well. A lot of times when we used to play, everybody danced. And I think the younger crowds like to sit and watch. And maybe that might uh, be an attribute to why people like to have live musicians, because a lot of people like to eat and watch. And I mean, uh, sometimes when we play, I mean, you have your thing. If you do your private parties with the people of the right age group, you have a lot of dancers. But it seems like sometimes a lot of the younger guys like to concert watch you know yeah. kind of thing so i think they're wrong and they're thinking they need to be dancing <laughs> no, no, absolutely but. brent i'd like for you oh, to that's dance, all that's all yeah, yeah, yeah. don't, don't do that yeah, don't, yeah. don't ask brent to dance don't. yeah it's when the camera's shut down <laughs> let's, let's hear another one what do you got for us now you got something you can tell us a story about i know jason's got a story oh shoot um let's go with um hmm I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, you know, let's just do a kind of a silly one here. And um, how we came up with this title, I don't have a clue. Um, but anyway, it's called Idaloo. Okay. I was like, which one is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where that title came from. That's a very strange thing to do. Okay, if I play mandolin on this? Yeah, good. I'm not the only 
probably the reasons why you're no longer here. I guess I understand why you found somebody new. But what am I gonna do? And I don't do. Hey, I guess I understand why you found somebody new. Town, sir. Oh yeah, showing up. Still it all started. Like, still acting like a fool <laughs> in Idaho. There's been a lot of songs written about Idaho. Well, yeah, it really has. Believe it or not. Well, I mean, you've got uh, Amarillo Highway. Yeah, Terry Idaho Allen song. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then this one. Yeah, and then Josh That's Abbott. And this one. I was like, there's a two. lot. Josh Abbott wrote one about Idaho. <laughs> and then you remember Elvis sang that song about I well no, I don't get uh, you remember? <laughs> it was it was on his old album. It's way yeah, early on, yeah. So to talk right. with, well, you got you got to, you, Yeah, I just wanted to say that what I love about y'all is that first of all, y'all stayed together for so long and you you're like family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are like family. You are family. Well, we actually are family in case anybody doesn't know that. That's true. Me and Jason That's true. are I know you probably didn't want me to reveal that. (laughs) So tell us what it's really like being related now. Let's not. And we live on a family compound, so. (laughs) Just so everybody's aware. Yeah, that's one thing I would like to say is uh, of all the bands I've ever played with, this uh, is one of them. This is one of them. (laughs) (laughs) These guys, uh, you know, everybody has grew up with raising a family. You know, everybody stuck together and. And good moral values, and you know, anytime you wanted, wanted to go out somewhere, you knew you were gonna be okay and safe, and mm-hmm. and uh, used to the highest quality drugs and all of that. Spare no expense. Yeah, no expense. No, but you know, but uh, they're great people, uh, and right. and uh, it's easy to respect each other. For everybody has great attributes, you know, and we all aspire to be, you know like something else that we do like each other and stuff like that so. well you know and it's it's hard being a, a full-time somewhat musician and having young kids at home oh, yeah, i mean because i know when we were all back in that 2000 to 2010 area we all had little kids yes, mm-hmm. yes, younger right. kids and wives i, I right. you know i went through a few of those but <laughs> i kept my kids right, but right. you know it's tough man it's tough oh yeah yeah we've we've all watched each other's Kids grow up for sure. I mean, I remember Adam, the bass player, sitting his oldest son John in the, at uh, Stonegate. We used to play out there every Wednesday. He's got eight of them, so and a, a bunch of them. Yeah, he's got a him in a in a you know little carrier out, baby carrier out there, and he's gosh, he's uh, I think John's like fifty seven now. Yeah, he's fifty seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've seen them all. I mean, through playing music, you know, John was the first one, and then we I don't even know all their names. I he do, doesn't I either. But they would just be another one, and we'd play the next gig, and there's another one, right? I mean, just in another just rock. Yeah. Um, my youngest daughter, Megan, she was obsessed with Steve because he was so funny, and he'd do her his little antics, and she was like, is Steve going to be there? You know, and yeah, so, I turned out to be her favorite, for sure. It's yeah. probably my looks, I think. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> definitely your looks. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are always drawn to the odd ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
All right, let's get off this. What do you, y'all got another song we can play? <laughs> yeah, we'll stop talking. Before something bad comes out, let's no, break yeah, it. Yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, we've got we've got one and a half more. I think we mm. could do. Could you do the half first? We'll say <laughs> yes. the one for the we end. actually did it earlier. I'll tell you later about okay. that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, let's do um, let's do here. Uh, oh gosh, you know guacamole. Okay, we're gonna do this. The song that Brent requested. It's called "Walk My Own Way." Or guacamole. We we right. call it guacamole for short. Yeah. Did y'all write this one? We did. Uh, Steve yeah. and I wrote this together, and uh, over in his uh, living room in Idaho, believe it or not. And we didn't call it Idaho. We called it, it Walk My Own Way. It was almost almost called West Fifth Street. It was yes. Almost called that. Yes. Anyway, yeah, this one is called uh, "Walk My Own Way." Begging, but it won't be enough. 
never be enough cause I'm gonna walk my own way at a steady pace I can change tomorrow but I can't do a thing about today Step by step I'm putting you further behind When you wanna walk with me again You'll be out of my mind Oh baby I'm gonna walk my own way I can change tomorrow, but I can't do a thing about today. Step by step, I'm putting you further behind. When you want to walk with me again, you'll be out of my mind. Oh, baby, I'm going to Very, very nice. Is that one on that album as well? It's not. This is on our uh, second album that we have not finished. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. The second album is always the hardest one, isn't it? I guess so. (laughs) So let's. We always ask all of our guests this question, and individually, I'd like a little answer from each of you guys. But to to young artists trying to get in the music business, or somebody that's you know trying to get involved in the music scene, what advice would you give somebody? Other than don't do it, <laughs> I, I would tell them to uh, don't don't imitate to sound like themselves. Oh yeah. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't try to sound like someone else or whoever's popular uh, on the radio. We you and I actually talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, and and uh, and also you know I, I guess more and more I'm seeing that. Uh, I always hear somebody say, "Well, I want a cheap beginner, something to learn uh, guitar." Mm. Right. If there's any way that you can afford a really good guitar, and it don't have to be real expensive, but look, search and find a good guitar, whatever instrument you're going to play, get a good one. If you get a good one, it's still going to be worth what you paid for it or close. When you get ready to get rid of it, you're going to play yeah. so much. You're going to you're going to want to play more if you get a good instrument. Uh, do that. Use your natural voice, and uh, just don't. I mean, everybody's got a different opinion, but I just say don't go with the trends, and you don't have to. You know, uh, just follow the, you know, right now, last two or three concerts that I've went, gone to, and I mean, I cuss bad. I mean, too, way too much. <laughs> but I go to these Never. concerts, and that's all they, I mean, they just, the, the F word in between every song and three or four or five times, and it just drives me insane. Non-talent fillers. I, I think um, <laughs> something else to tell young guys who are people coming up, I, I would think <clears throat> that uh, take advantage of this social media stuff. No kidding. We didn't have that when we first started. We were still trying to put stuff on 
tapes and CDs and toss them to radio guys or I, I'm kind of embarrassed but we handed and I wish we would have never done it we actually <laughs> handed a, a demo tape maybe to Pat Green thinking we were going to make it but I'm sure that went in the trash immediately but uh, man what a what a benefit nowadays you have with social media there's people that have made it big and that's how they started and got yeah, noticed with social media yeah. I would totally take advantage of that and Things like this, this podcast, this program you guys are putting on, take advantage of that. You know, get get in the get in with some folks and uh, constantly play. Just play, play, play. Yeah. He's right on the on the guitar thing. I want to add a little bit to that. I I played the drums for a good while and uh, picked up the fiddle for a little while and I knew I was going to have to play second to a fiddle sometimes. So I picked up the guitar. My sister had an old Yamaha. Man, the strings were just yeah, Yamaha two stroke. I think it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, the strings were extremely far off the guitar. I didn't know any better, yeah. you know. Uh, I, I guess I found that I really wanted to play because that thing hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. After about the second, third try to play, and when I finally got a good guitar, I found myself playing way more than I. I mean, I would have to quit playing that finger eater, you know. That was a mean guitar, but uh, no, getting a good guitar. Is a is key, I think, or a good instrument, you know, something that's Absolutely. worth that playing. Yeah. yeah, but mostly this is social media. That's yeah. my that's my take. And play music you like. Music to to me, music doesn't lie. Don't 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 lie with the music. I mean, it, play stuff that that means something to you that you that I you like. That. Don't just don't just play whatever you think's gonna you know get get people excited, uh, even if you don't like it. Um, that's you're 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 just doing business at that point. You're not Absolutely. really, you're not treating the music as a, as an art. And, and I mean, to me, there's no reason to do it other than that. Well, and I think that's, that's yeah. one reason that I love you guys. And I've always loved your music. You stayed true to your craft, you know, and to the music and that inspires you. And it's yeah. obvious. That's, I don't, uh, I don't have yeah. that much fun. That's, uh, <laughs> they, they do, but exactly. It was, <laughs> exactly fun what to me. Saying, <laughs> when I first started playing, uh, I was 18 years old oh, this in is, high school. Yeah, I knew oh, here we go. Oh, I don't know, but I was, uh, I was just obsessed with wanting to play this and enjoying summer camp it. Story. I was just enjoying. It. I mean, so in other words, just to be obsessed with playing and making music. I mean, uh, playing for crowds will come second. I think. Uh, I mean, if that's your total intent, uh, I mean, you're not going to progress as fast. I just remember being obsessed with playing. I started off playing like bluegrass and stuff like that, and playing leads and and just wanting to sound like certain people. And and then when I sounded like them, then I okay. And this leads back to the getting a good instrument. I remember uh, I listened to Sam Bush on the mandolin, and he had this really chunky, this really woody sound and, and percussion how sound. It? Huh? How was it? Yeah, no, no, uh, yeah. And so, and I was about to give up, and I played my teacher's mandolin, and I immediately made that sound that I'd been trying to play for six months, and I almost wanted just to give up. I was like, I, I guess I can never do it. Literally within one minute, I was making that sound. And so, uh, and he, no, he makes a lot of sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, <laughs> no, but, but but just 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 be obsessed with with making sound that pleases you. Entertain yourself that. as well, you know. Because when I used to play, I mean, I mean, I'd sit in the practice room in college and play six straight hours straight, and it was like not doing homework or doing anything special. It yeah. was like it was something I wanted to do. And would I've done anything else for six hours straight in my life? Nothing. That was, I mean. So it wasn't work to me. So, uh, I mean, just love what you do. 
Good, good, point. good answers. Good yeah. job, Brent. Really I, good I would job. like to mention about, about this band. It kind of goes along with what we were talking about. One, one thing that I, I feel this band brings to the table that a lot of bands don't. Um, for one thing, this guy has got like a library in his head of all the yes. words to every song. Uh, I can't even hardly remember what happened yesterday, and he knows every song. I don't know how he does it. I can't remember all of American Pie. Well, that's there's a reason for that. Yeah, yeah. I anyway, think that's the only one. <laughs> what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is, is we don't play. You know, we, we take requests a lot of times. We do play to the crowd. You know, we find some people like wanting some requests, and we turn a bunch down because we just don't like that song. You know, I mean, I, that sounds bad. Not unless the guy tipped us pretty good. We're going to give it a shot. <laughs> money talks, yeah. right? Money talks. But uh, no, that that's really. I'm proud of that. Uh, that we still pretty much stay to our. How much roots for save that, a horse know? or out a cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a. I think that's that a great, doesn't happen. That's a great that. point Steve made. Uh, like you said, Jason knows so many lyrics, you know, and I I can't remember. I, I have one song, don't I? Yeah, I have one song I know the words to, but I can remember all these melodies, right? So everybody has their little deficit in their talents. Steve, I mean, he can do a little bit of everything, but. He's funny and he tells jokes and he he's the entertainer. I mean, Steve. I mean, he's like <laughs> so. Everybody has their deal, and that makes up Texas one fourteen. Is that we're all we all have such a diverse thing that we do a little bit of everything, and nobody does it all. But 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 we've learned each other and know when to let the other person do it. Or you know, does that make sense? I mean, just yeah. kind of, I don't know. Oh yeah, all yeah. the are all the ingredients that make the perfect. Right. I mean, it, it's you know, yeah. it's, it's like yeah. Well, like y'all got good. one more you can take us out with here? Oh, of I course. Can. Which I one mean, do you want to hear? What's your favorite? No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, I was thinking I'd lose. Yeah, after listening to your like, two hours. You already ruined it for me. Yeah. Well, uh, gosh. Um, let's do... Um, Surf Town or something? No, Surf Town? Surf oh, town. I, know what, I know what you're talking about. Um, all right. Do you want to do After the Painter Seam Slot? It's up to you. you uh, <laughs> Let's do, uh, we'll do uh, After the Pain. Do. Maybe I was wrong 
don't say a word Just close your eyes And we'll keep making up Till we see the sun rise But I'll tell you now I'm sorry for it all I shouldn't get so bent out of shape Over something that's so small I know it's hard to keep this crazy love sane But holding you just feels so good after the pain Ah, uh, let's hear that fiddle a little more, Brian. Something that's so small I know it's hard to keep this crazy love sane But holding you just feels so good after the pain Thank you guys thank again you, thank for you. coming in. Thanks today. for having us. So what a great yeah. program you guys are putting on. We I'm very, very it. proud of you guys getting this started. Thank you. Uh, thanks for the to the city of Lubbock. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for everything. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Be looking for Texas 114. Steve Sperry, Jason Duncan, Brent Smith. They're playing around town right now, and you will love what you hear. They put on a great live show. Yeah. We have these guys on our Go show. Go check them out. Yeah, they, you thank will you. love it. Oh, thank you all yeah. very much. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate everybody watching and tuning in today. Be looking for this episode on My LBK Connect on the City's TV channel. It'll also be streamed on YouTube and other social media platforms. Uh, I'm Jason Robertson. This is Ron Taylor. To collectively, we are the Hub City Radicals, and we're playing around town too. And let's give a shout out to the Spirit Ranch. uh, Letting us use the Canyon House today. What a great facility. It's beautiful out here today. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.